This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north. You a uh, real or fake tree guy over there, Buckster? We are a real tree family, and I think that will probably continue while we have the little dude. Right. Um, like, my my family, our families, like mine and my wife's, have gone to the fake tree um, and like it. My mom really likes hers, I suspect. We will eventually do that, but right now it's too fun to go to the Christmas tree farm and chop it down and run yeah. around and explore. Bigfoot so. the kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. Give them the saw. But I'm not opposed to fake tree. I do. Now, do the fake trees, do they come, like, scented? Well, ours doesn't. Well, I didn't. But do you know, like, because one thing I do like is the smell of the pine in the yeah. house. Like, I, I like that, and I wonder if that eh, exists. Just get a candle. Yeah, that's true. You can do that. It's uh, not quite as authentic, but then again, I'll tell you what you expect the fake tree to be. My wife is a candle. She, she you know... I don't know what you, what do you call it candling what whatever the the word is for uh, people who like candles candle enthusiasts like I feel like it's a I feel like it's a it's a definitely a like a sport mm. and there's talent she is she's an all star candler like she know okay. the the smells the aromas that she creates in the different seasons. It's really remarkable. So she creates them. Yeah. Well, she doesn't create them, but I just mean. She buys the right candles to to then for the them, for the yes. vibe for okay. the mood, and she's great at it. For a second, I thought you were saying she was actually like like no infusing the candles herself. I'm like, well, Damn. some people make candles. They I do. had a, I had a buddy that made candles a long time ago. He was like, he just liked doing it, and you, you know, it's not that hard. You can do it, but uh, there's a lot of you know the candle thing. You you want an aroma in your house? 
Keep with my wife. She's a talented center. Maybe that's what it is. A center? Like, like S-C? Yeah. Center? Cent. Yeah. Hmm. Centarian. Ooh. Although that may make her sound old. <laughs> Centenarian, is that what they call them? 100 year? <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's not that. She's not that old. Although I do make fun of her a lot about being old. Is that bad? Um, only... Do you do I... that with your wife? No, my wife is older than me and hates that, and uh, <laughs> and so... See, my wife's younger than me, so uh, she makes fun of my oldness. Yeah, and my, my wife just, like, pretty much never... I mean, she doesn't really have an issue with it, but she would prefer that it were flipped, and so, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't talk a lot about my age because then it would bring up her age. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know why people get so sensitive about age. I don't age. care at all. I don't, I don't either. care at all. It's just really weird to me that that's such a big deal to people. But it is. They don't like to get old. Well, I think, and it's a lot less of denial. That, I think it's less about getting old and then like coming to grips with the passing of time. Maybe. Like closer to death. I don't, I don't closer know. Closer to death and or entire chapters that are like easily kind of sectioned out by the years are like finished with now right know? oh okay i see like so you're like, holding on to a time of a moment in time that was so wonderful to you and yeah like the baby years with your kid or what or, or what or like you know or when you're closing out your 30s and you're going and like you're starting at 40 you're like dang i guess the first like 40 years are done like that's yeah. that's the end of it and that's hard for people for see, yeah I, I find that exciting and I think it can be, it's but like, there, oh, here's the next. There one. is some sort of stigma attached to it, though, where it it wigs people out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I buy that. But people are very fear based, you know. It's, come on, they it's are. exciting. What's next? Let's talk about what's next. Hey, I have an announcement. I, I've been teasing this. Uh, this is a mini sports announcement. Uh, your local noted newsman and sports guy. I have quit Twitter. Oh wow! I deactivated today. Dang. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. It's I good, made that decision. It's a good thing I didn't send anything to Isaac E. Rob. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you're on Twitter. You your Twitter title. You went as Isaac E. Rob, and sometimes I would send stories or DMs there. Yeah, don't do that. Today I didn't. If so, you won't. I won't. Would have bounced back. I guess. Yeah, you know, I I uh, I've been thinking about this for a while. In uh, no, it has nothing to do with the Elon Musk stuff. Although I was following that, or am following that, and I think it's kind of funny. I deactivated my account. I, I've not been suspended. I just, I've now quit Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And each time, I felt wonderful about it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked back. I, you know, I tried social media, especially Twitter for the show. I tried it. Uh, I was not a frequent tweeter anymore, but there was a time several years ago where I was, you know, into it and thought we had to do it for the show and this and that. It probably is good for the show, but. Uh, ultimately, what I ended up realizing after using it for some time was it's just too much noise for me. It's too much, too much, um, you know, like mindless scrolling. Yeah. I fell into that trap. I, yeah. I'm more of like a Zen kind of guy. I like to be more intentional. I, I, I try to roll through life with the least amount of stress. And I got to be honest with you, social media just created stress for me. I think it does for everyone. And I think that most don't acknowledge or even realize. Not, not even not acknowledge because that would... I think most don't realize how much it stresses them and us collectively. Yeah, it creates anxiety. It absolutely does. And I felt that. And I'm much more in tune to that kind of thing in, in my body as I get older, as I think most I think she's mostly inclined to do. But um, I, I, I felt that, and I just said, you know what? Don't need it. And that's probably not good. I'm sure my boss is not happy about this. <laughs> 
But uh, Odyssey, you know, whatever. Who cares what they think? I don't know. Only about 15 to 20% of our audience is even on the platform, and um, I think that's going to shrink moving forward. So my sports thoughts and other musings reside strictly on these airwaves. It's interesting to me because, like, I would like to free myself of Twitter, I think. Would you? Um, Do it. Well, but here, but it's it, for me. It's not quite that simple. It truly is how I get sports news. That is, it is the most. Well, use the fan account. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I have that because I have to do the poll question. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I could use. But so what ends up happening though is then I wish I could just use the fan account, but then I want to p- procure it more to my sports interests, and then inevitably there's there's bleeding over from sport like. Sports people you follow will either get political or a financial person or, well, you know, it just, it. there's no, you can't silo it the way you really wish yeah. you could. Right. And Agreed. And then the other thing that I've tried is like, well, I don't necessarily like the algorithm or I don't like the, we want you to see these tweets. So I, I switched to the only see tweets in real time as, as they come in. But then I feel like I'm missing some of the big stuff. So mm. I don't, I don't know. I don't. My point is I don't love it, and I do kind of wish I were able to break free of it. I still have a Facebook account, but I, I haven't logged in. and I'm not logged into Facebook on a computer, and I can't tell you how long. I, I, I have yeah. no idea. Um, well, I'm out, guys. Sorry. I'm out. Not that it matters because I didn't tweet anyway. <laughs> At least not a lot. I really didn't. I just got so tired of it. But, it, you know, the other thing, too, is I... Um, I felt the discourse on there never really matched what is more practical or thoughtful. Um, so it just became noise because of that. There's just a lot of fear-mongering, like this guy says it's negative and a time waste. Yeah, it just kind of became that. Like you said, you can't silo it the way you want to. And then it becomes its own echo chamber a little right. bit because inevitably the people that you follow or do want to hear from have some overlap or similarities and opinions yeah. and stuff. And then... The things you're starting to see, co- like collectively, that maybe you believe res- represents society as a whole, like that's that's not even close to true because it's just like the little slice that you've carved out for yourself, and yeah. then it so it doesn't reflect the way the rest of the world is. Um, well, how do you have a good how do you have a good conversation? I, I noticed this too about uh, Twitter back when I used it a lot. Was I'd always get very frustrated by you know you'd you'd get something going on, uh, typically about sports here on you know in our little corner of the world. And you'd get something going, and you'd get all these replies, and you'd want to engage with people. But how do you have a good, thoughtful conversation in, a, what is it, 150 characters? Yeah. It was impossible because there's all these nuance. There's nuance. There's things you want. It's like, well, have you thought about this? It's just, and it got so nauseating that it's just like, fine, you're an idiot. I'm done with you. I don't want, you know, or, and we've also got a little bit of that too, where we all think the other person's an idiot and we just yell. And, well, that's the other thing is that the, we the, don't really the, have the discourse on there. Is good it, is it really real? It is, that's what I mean. We yeah. all agree with the same thing, or if we disagree, then you're dumb and your opinion doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's, it's we all are kumbaya on this issue that we're all pulling and fighting for together, or if we see opposite ways, then like you must be an idiot and I'm not. Yeah. Here's a guy who says, I just get tired of the fact that people don't know the proper way to use your, your, and your. Oh, my dear so sir, true. you are speaking. You're doing the so Lord's true. work here. I That is my, that it might be my <laughs> number one pet peeve. I can't stand the your, yeah. you are different. Is it so, stand. Is it so hard to get it right? Like, it's no. not hard. Just do it. 
theirs as well. Yeah. They I feel they like are. that happens less often and it's what mostly happens is no one ever uses the contraction your. They always use the possessive your. Yeah. Well, I'm out. I'm out on Twitter, guys. At least Although, you won't have to worry about that annoyance anymore. Well, I will. I mean, I'm I'm on the fan Twitter some. I I got to have some element of news feed. Sure. And that does satisfy that. But I'll be looking to uh well, this just opens up all your time to be a TikToker. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was my other announcement: is that I've created a TikTok account. Yeah, actually, I have not. Uh, so I am now free of all social media, with the exception of the fan Twitter account, and I feel great about it. I feel like my life is simpler. Uh, it is. It is less stress. You already feel less stressed. I did when I quit Facebook. And Instagram and I, yeah, Twitter, yes, I do because I don't go and just scroll through and look at who's yelling at me about the show or. So, uh, which apps are you going to fire up when you're pooping? Yeah, usually DraftKings. Okay, yeah, that's, that's well, my go-to. That's smart. Go to the gambling. Yeah, yeah that's, a good, go, that's a good spot for go that. Straight to the gamble. Yeah, or I just read, you know, I just read online like CNN or something. I don't know the news. Don't you have that little news app on your phone? I like that one. Yeah, for that, me, it's the called, one with it's called Twitter. <laughs> oh. Well, there's that little app no. with the end, you know. No, no, I know, I know. It's I got a I, lot of good stuff on there. The Wall Street Journal is a great one, but I don't subscribe to that. Oh, well, I, so a friend of mine gave me their login. So look at you. Yeah, it's good. They got good stuff. Anyway, well, congratulations. Yeah, a hearty, thanks. A hearty congratulations to you. Yeah, freeing yourselves from the shackles of. I feel great about it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are like, "What? You're a sports talk show host. You should be on there." Nah. I feel like my exclusivity now is an advantage, right? Like, if you want to hear anything I have to say about anything, it has to be between 3 to 7 on these airwaves Monday through Friday. That's True. it. Or True. a podcast. When That's was the it. last time you tweeted before that? Before what? Before deactivating. Do you know? Oh, no. I tweeted just the other day because uh, my, my last... Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. Like, what was your last tweet? My last tweet was Crazy Eyes McGinley giving everyone the bird. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Wait, that wasn't from the fan account? No, that was mine. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. I was I was in that tweet. Yeah, that you were. In the background. You were. So there you go. Crazy we should probably eyes. go because we're way over. All right. 624. Uh, coming up next, let's talk about the Trump trading cards. You see these? NFTs, baby. Let's go. That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> Donald J put out his trading cards today. He sure did. Or last night. Were they NFTs or? They are. It's funny to me. Uh, I have I've followed the crypto and NFT world pretty closely, and uh, it's like NFT has this really negative stigma right now, and I, I think it, it kind of scares people away. And that's why they're calling these digital trading cards, because they are NFTs, but I think that the older conservative types are like, no, no, NFTs are bad and scary. So they're not physical trading cards? They're digital trading cards. They're only on... Which are, which are non-fungible tokens. Yeah. So he made so he <laughs> so he paid and some of them like they have him as a superhero. So what what they basically all are and different NFTs are are different, but his series of NFTs look like a series of just bad Donald Donald Trump photoshops. It's his face slapped on a bunch of different <laughs> scenarios, and you know on some he's just like wearing a cowboy hat, pointing his finger at you, and others he's flying a fighter jet. Oh, okay. It's like they're like trading. They're digital trading cards of Trump. <laughs> Dude, I and so he so they're ninety nine dollars a piece. That's what that was the cost to mint one of them, which is basically like. To what does that mean? So when when these things open or people start, it's like they start at they start at zero and they say we're going to sell X number oh, of them. Okay. And minting one is essentially buying and creating one at the same time. It's like it doesn't exist until you mint it. So the, someone will pay oh. their ninety nine bucks. And now it's minted, and then and then, it, and then it mints to the blockchain, and you you own it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now you can sell it. Yep. So it's ninety nine dollars. Yeah. To mint it. Yep. And all forty five thousand that they had created in total got minted. So it, yeah, they sold okay. out. So would it would you, would you really put it past him that this is one giant scheme to make himself look better? Like he puts these out there. Buys them up himself and then sells them on the secondary market to unsuspecting dopes. Oh, I mean, I think it's... Well, the other thing, too, is... I, right? Uh, wait, hold, hold on. Yes. You really think... So he put these out there. You really think all 45,000 of them got bought up by individual people in the first day? No, so we already know that there are only... Zero chance. There are... of the, the There are 45,000 of these trading cars owned... By 15,000 people. So there's already not 45,000 people who've bought them. But, 15, it's, but, it, but it says there are 15,000 who have bought them. 
See, I, d- I, d- I doubt that too. You, you, you buy that? I don't know. I mean, like I, I saw that there was some guy that bought a thousand of them. So it may be that a handful of whales in the industry are uh, with with too much Ethereum on their hands have decided that they really like the former well, president. Ethereum's and not up, doing so well, is it? Which makes these Trump cards even cheaper right now. If you believe Ethereum's going to go back up, God, he is unbelievable. You want to see the depths of dumb? And here's the crazy thing now. These all, like I said, these all minted for 99 bucks a pop. Well, or, now they're all going for more. Or essentially 0.1 Ethereum is what they all sold for to, to get your hands on one. And now the cheapest one you can buy is 0.16 Ethereum. So it's like... Yeah, but see, I think that's him doing... That's his own market. Maybe. He's he's doing this all behind the scenes to make himself look good or make money. That is the beauty of, of the blockchain, though, is you can go and see where all these transactions are going and who 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 owns the digital wallets to all of them. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I, I, it's not going to like draw direct I line back to all, Donald J. Trump. Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was all like a blockchain. It's all... Incognito. Well, well, it can be anonymous, but like you'd be, I guess what you'd be able to see is if all these are one. If these assets are all getting funneled back to the same place, you yeah. would be able to you track would know that. that. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait till that story comes out because that's coming out next week. <laughs> it might be. God, there are still people that don't get the. Like, is this going to be the last? Well, it's another grift. Yeah, he's a con man. So, and the other thing people don't and always realize. And there's people that still don't get that, even after this. And when you mint one of these or you buy or sell one of these, there's a 10% fee that goes right back to the creator. So now yeah. he's made all this money just by selling the assets. And now anytime someone sells one of these assets, 10% goes back into his yeah. pocket. Okay, so so here, let's reset this. So he, he releases uh, 45,000 NFTs of him doing Yeah, just random trading Trump cards. Things. Photoshops of himself. They sell for $100 a piece, so that's uh, almost, well, it's $99 a piece, so it's $4.3 million that it costs to sell them all. Yep. 15,000 people collectively paid $4.3 million to Donald Trump and now own these cards, or these NFTs, and they are now trying to sell those to other people for more money online. Or they, That's what I'm supposed to believe here? That is what you are supposed to believe. Yeah, I don't believe that. Okay. I believe that the $4.3 to snatch them all up came from Trump. I mean... That's what happened. It's possible. It's possible some of it did. Or his constituents, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean... Or 15,000 idiots, not hard to find. Well, that's just the thing. Is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they are among us, you know? I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the. So they also have on here like the trading volume. Uh, so there. What been, are you looking at? Is there an app? There's a there's a website called OpenSea, which is essentially the marketplace for almost all Ethereum-based NFTs. Um, and so that's where I mean, if you were going to buy a bored ape or something like that, you'd go you'd go there to purchase that too. Um, there are other exchanges that do it, but OpenSea is kind of the most widespread. And it says that. Uh, 1,842 Ethereum tokens have been traded on this project. So, 1,800. So, just in just in sales volume, 1,842 Ethereum worth of sales volume, just just in trading. Well, and Ethereum's at 1,200. Yeah, so, something like that. So let's do some. Let me pull up my iCal here. 1,832, you said. Yeah. Let's say Ethereum's at 1,250. 2.2 million. So that's ju- that's it. that's more trading volume, 10 percent of which goes right back to him no. i don't buy it he didn't make that money he pay, he's he's <laughs> the one he, it's a it's a it's a con you learned anything from this guy I told you it's a grift all right um irrational fear alert saw a story that 
terrifies me. And best places to get stranded. We probably won't get to either of those things, but uh, we're going to try. Next, here's Buck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, we have time for very little, as we'll get John in here and we'll put a bow on the broadcast for 2022 coming up next. I did see uh, two stories that caught my attention that I wanted to talk about. One is, uh, did you see that there was a person who went overboard on a cruise ship and died? A woman. Uh, I'm trying to see where this was. I Um, think I did. Yeah, they were, so she was 36... They were about 18 miles off the coast of uh, Port Canaveral in Florida. And she she took a header. And obviously they... Well, they did actually did find her body. But then I was reading... And that is an irrational fear of mine. I don't know about you, but I've never been on a cruise. Falling and, off a ship? Yes. I That's terrifying to me. Because it's just it just seems so easy. I mean, it's not really easy to do. But, you know, it's not like they... You know, it's just a rail. That's the thing. It's not. E- it isn't easy to do, but if it were to happen, the chances of it not being detected are extremely high. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. So then I was reading in, in this TMZ story talking about this woman, and they saw her. They found her body, and, and she she had passed away, uh, died. But uh, there was another guy who fell off a carnival cruise, and he spent twenty hours in the in the ocean, and they got him and they rescued him. Dang. Do you think you could do that? Do I think I could? Yeah. Twenty hours? No. Well, I mean, do you, water? did he have he? So he didn't have any any like no. debris or nothing. No, nope, nope. I'm not. I don't think so. I mean, dude, I think that's remarkable. It is remarkable. I mean, you know, people talk about situation survivalist type situations like that, and that will and will to live yeah. is is so 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 crucial. So I don't know if I'm like maybe you could if you believed that a rescue would be coming for you and like you had a shot. Maybe, but I'm like, I mean, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a fine swimmer, but I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who I think, I don't think I could tread water for 20 hours. Well, you're but, not swimming, you're treading water. Well, yeah, I mean. So how long can you tread, like, you have the will to live, but at some point. At what point your muscles just give yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder when that is. But they found it, like, he, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long. Good for him. Yeah. Golly. After 20 hours, you're, like, how do you even have hope? 
I don't think I could do the thing where you just go under. I mean, I would just. I think your natural instinct would be just. Well, you would have. But that's you the thing keep is, paddling. You would keep, but then, or maybe like try to paddle. Your, your muscles would have to stop, and then you would just you would go under. Well, you would eventually, but I'm I'm just saying I wouldn't give up. Right, right, right. Yeah, just yeah. Where you? It's just, just a matter. Pack of, it in. Yeah. It's just a matter of when your body gave out. Yeah. And I don't know how long that would be. Maybe 20 hours isn't that long. I think I, it, all, I it really, really depends on, on the person. The, and the person and also the water temperature. Yeah. And also the salinity. Yeah. If you have a higher salt content, that keeps you floating better. Yeah, that's um, true. If you were in like a lake or a freshwater, it's, uh, or like a river, something like that, like it's going to be way tougher. Um, yeah, it's weird. Well, I wouldn't want to find that out. No, no, no. And the other one was uh, Machu Picchu in Peru. Mm-hmm. I bunch them there. Huh, I'm sorry? My wife has been there. Yeah, I've been there too. My wife and I and kid went there several years ago. And to this day, it's one of my favorite vacations we've ever gone on. Uh, it is absolutely worth seeing if you if you know of Machu Picchu and want to see Machu Picchu, the ancient ruins. It, it's really, really, really amazing. Um, but they've had some... Uh, the, the Peruvians have had some turmoil with their uh, government. And they overthrew the head cheese or something. I don't know. But about 300 tourists from from all around the world are stranded oh. at Machu Picchu. Because the only way to get in there, like, it's really remote. Yeah, yeah. The only way to get in there is by train. Mm-hmm. And the train has stopped. Okay, so so their, their old ingress, egress has been shut down. Yeah, okay. and I tell you what, that is a great place to get stranded because... One, the ruins are amazing, but just down below the ruins is a little town that's delightful. Okay. It's very small. And we, or, I mean, do we assume there's like enough like supplies mm, and food well, and stuff that, for these 300 people? Yeah. No. Because you got to get the train. You know, the train would be the only way they would get supplies. Right. So that's dangerous. But I'm just saying like that town. A nice place to be. It's whole, great. Stuck. Yeah, yeah. Great place to be stuck. I had a buddy who got stuck in Hawaii when they stopped uh, sending flights back to the U.S., for COVID, like Mar- March, late March, 2020. Mm. And he was on a family vacation in Hawaii. They're like, sorry, you can't go anywhere. He's like, well, I guess we're staying a couple of Oh, weeks. darn it. Yeah. You know, my favorite place to be stuck would be Vegas. I love Vegas. I also love Vegas. I think I'd take Hawaii. Over Vegas? Stuck for how long? Well, their week trip, they were two forced to take another two weeks. Yeah, two weeks too long in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, Hawaii for two weeks, that'd be like, great. Three days is too long for me in Vegas. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, they are saying some food shortages could be happening in Machu Picchu. Like, it's it's not a good situation. I'm just saying, like, yeah, though, yeah. having been there, that town is is a delightful little town in uh, Machu Picchu. You can just go up and you know, check out the room. I would like to someday. Oh, dude, you should go. Put that on your list. All right, John wraps it up next on The Fan. 245, kind of broad. All right, wrapping it up. I'll be on vacation uh, beginning Monday. Souk's already out. So this is it. John, get your shots in while you can. Where are you going? Uh, nowhere. Actually, well, I'll be in Kansas the oh. week after Christmas. Oh, well, that's lovely. Tell, tell your parents I said hi. I will. You'll be getting something from my uh, mom. She, she, when I asked really? you for your dre- address the other day, that, yeah, that was Mama Rop. She need she needed your address, which means that she'll probably. I don't know what she's mailing you, but it will probably be an article from the Salina Journal that she thought you would appreciate. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you that because. Many times I wonder what's going on in Salina since I've been there. Now I feel like it's 
my adopted hometown. SalinaJournal.com, man. They just opened their arms. The, the city of Salina opened their arms and welcomed Heather and me into their bosom. And you know what? I've loved them ever since. <laughs> well, I'm going. I'm going there um, the the week after Christmas. Are you jealous? A little bit. I loved it there. I thought. I, I think I told you this too. Like I, in my head, and which is funny that you think this way. Like I, I have heard you talk about your hometown for years, and. I just I had this impression of it in my mind that it was just like this tiny one horse town, one stoplight, you know, just wheat fields or something on each side, and it was just this dusty little middle of nowhere. Not in at all. Completely awesome city. We had a great time there. It was rad. I don't know why I thought that. Just just the way you. Well, I don't know. That's what most people was, think of great. when they think of Kansas. That's what they think of small town in Kansas. But it's about fifty thousand people. Yeah. It's an all-American city, and it is a delightful little place. Now, where are you going for the holidays? Are you staying here? Or are you going somewhere? We're just staying here. So that, that brings up a good... So now, you may know this, but tomorrow is yeah. my brother's birthday. Yes. Right? Yeah. 42, 3? 43, 44. No, he will be... I turned 49. He's 44. Yeah, 44. So he's gone for his birthday. He left. We were informed that there, because my brother and sister have the same birthday. I don't know if you knew. I did know that, yes. So we were informed that any family get-together this year would not feature him because he's gone. <laughs> now, he's also leaving for Christmas. Yeah. So we were informed that he will also not be participating in any family Christmas activities. <laughs> so you tell me this. Yeah. Like, he likes to play the black sheep card. He likes to go on about, oh, he's right. the black sheep and nobody wants to hang. I think he's ditching us. I think he's oh, like, screw you guys. So is this the beginning of the end? Will we? Will I ever see my brother again on Christmas? I, I probably, think this is the beginning of the end. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think you will. Now, if the, you know, look, if the olds, when the olds pass on and, you know, time has, you know, maybe... Maybe when you're the olds, you know, you'll get you'll <laughs> yeah. get back together. But I, I do think he's slowly separating himself. And he does play the black yeah. sheep card, which is bullshit. He, he's just, he's doing this to, he, this is what he wants. Yes, he doesn't yeah. want to hang out with us. He he likes to flip it. He doesn't want to come out and say he doesn't right. want to hang out with us. So he plays, the, yes. nobody really wants me around anyway. Right. But he's ditching us. So I agree. I, I think, think he is a, ditching you. Yeah, and and I've I've long said that, like when my mom finally passes, like he'll he'll just move and we'll never see him again. There'll yeah. there'll be one day I'll go to his house one day and knock on the door, <laughs> and somebody else will answer and be like, "That guy left well, a long time ago." Look, it makes you wonder why you even love him. <laughs> right? Obligation? Mm -hmm. Is that a, is <laughs> yeah, that a reason? Yeah, it's like uh, sometimes my <laughs> wife and I talk about this all the time. Just because their family doesn't mean you like them or even love them. <laughs> Well, if he's out there listening, and I know he's not, I wish him a happy birthday tomorrow, even though I won't see him. And Where'd he go? I don't know. He didn't tell us. <laughs> I just said, hey, uh, I'm going to, I got a present for you. I want to drop it by. And he's like, yeah, I'm gone. And I'm like, oh, and that's it. He's like, I'll be back. I'll be back like on the 20th. And I'm like, oh, okay. But then I'm leaving again on the 21st. And I'm like, oh, well, happy holidays to you. I wonder where he went. All right, well, if you'd like to bring me gifts, I'll be here. All right. 
I will take care of that. And uh, are you gone for the rest of the year? Yeah, yeah, we'll be back. I think we're back together January 3rd. All right. Well, I look forward to that day, mm-hmm. my friend. And in the meantime, give uh, give the bond par off my best. I, I love will. those guys. I will. And the best to you and your family. Merry Christmas. You as well, my friend. Merry Christmas. All right. Love your hot body. All right. That's it for 2022. Bucks, uh, thanks. You uh, got it, man. Fella. Have appreciate a good you. Uh, happy holidays. You're on our show now. It's exciting. That's right. So, yeah, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas to all of you listeners out there. Thanks for sticking with us through this uh, transition here. We're transitioning. As you all, as you all know, so it's been a little rough, but uh, we're gonna come back better than ever next year. So we'll see you January third. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 